Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. Decent Jedi arriving. Treaty Senator. to the August 2021 edition of the Positively Star Wars Senate. And this month, we are packed in here, socially distanced, with one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six of us here um, to talk all things Star Wars. Myself, Stephen, the obligatory Brit amongst us. And we have Chris. Hi. Uh, Ryan. Hello there. Ron. Fellow Senators. Uh, Ricky. Hello. And joining us for her debut uh, this time around is Marie. Hello. Hey, excellent. Glad Welcome, everyone. And join us a beat a little bit later this month because we delayed so that we could actually discuss um, the Bad Batch finale, which just aired a couple of days ago. Two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Time flies. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Uh, COVID came along and I have no idea what the, what the year, date, month who anybody is anymore. Okay, so as normal, we start off with a round-the-table discussion of what people have been up to in Star Wars life, not just generally, since the last time we did the last Senate. Um, so we start with Chris. Hey there. Uh, so let's see. Aside from watching Bad Batch, the uh, Star Wars stuff that I've been doing lately has been uh, reading. I finished... Into the Dark, since last we talked, really enjoyed that a lot. And I know that we're planning on discussing that a little bit later, so I won't go too much into it. Um, and I've now started um, Rising Storm. Uh, all this is on audiobook. And I haven't made too much progress on that editing project that we talked about last time. Um, although Ricky has inspired me for a little bit. Um, so uh, not too much on that front, but I know that we're planning on discussing that at some point later anyway, a little bit more at length on the Senate. Um, yeah, that sounds like but, fun. Uh, yeah, uh, but I mostly have been delayed on that stuff because I've been working on my own film and we're trying to hit a deadline for a film festival submission. And so I've been busy working on visual effects on my own film in uh, in the last okay. month. So. It's an autobiography, auto-documentary. No, it's, it's a drama. It's a drama. Oh. It's a half-hour drama. It's 36 minutes long. It's a rather serious subject matter. Um, and uh, although it has its own humor to it, but it's a pretty heavy subject matter. And we hope that we'll have some film festival success with that. Um, and so the audio mix is being done. The score is finished. And uh, I'm working on visual effects. So Sounds all sounds very exciting. 36 minutes. About, yeah. Just just over my attention span, but I might be able to fit it in in two parts. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see nearer the time. We look forward to uh, hearing more about that as the time approaches. Uh, yeah. Ryan, you're on. So what I've been Star Warsing is the past month is trying to read a lot. So I finished Rising Storm. I finally started the second, <laughs> from a certain point of view book, Empire Strikes Back. I'm 
loving it, but I had to stop uh, about halfway through because my library finally got the other two books for the second wave of the High Republic. So I'm currently reading Out of the Shadows, and I plan on reading Race to Crash Point Tower next. Uh, so but that's the good thing about an anthology book like from a certain point of view, I can stop it whenever I want and come back to it. So a lot of reading. Um, I also hit up some garage sales a couple weeks ago and I was able to pick up a bunch of Star Wars stuff at one. Uh, they had, and I know Ricky was the last one to show he bought the current stamp collection. Well, I found a framed stamp collection of Star Wars stamps from 2007, the full nice. set. So nice. I thought that was really neat. And then a Star Wars 30th anniversary coin collection album. Um, it only has like three or four coins, but the artwork on the four fold out book uh, is really cool. And the yeah, coins, cool. which I bit in their plastic, unfortunately, uh, they're neat looking too. But for a garage sale for like five bucks to get up that and like two PC games, the collection of Knights of the Old Republic and the collection of uh, the Battlefront all on PC, which I don't play on, but I'm like, well, I got to get all these if it's all just for five bucks. So, yep. for the most part, it's collecting a few stamps, which will just probably sit on my table for a while and uh, a lot of heavy reading. Oh, and the most recent one I popped up was uh, Star Wars. You know, I like what if stories, but the Star Wars Infinities, which I talked about the last or the previous show, while well, I was finally able to find the Empire Strikes Back Star Wars Infinities comic. And it was far better than the New Hope one. And it's stories like Luke Skywalker froze to death prior to the Imperial attack on planet Hoth. Boba Fett was sealed in carbonite and Darth Vader destroyed Cloud City. And what if Yoda trained Princess Leia to be a Jedi? So, I mean, it's it was I read it in one sitting, which usually I don't do even for short comics. But this one was very good and very enjoyable and totally self-contained. So I thought that was I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I think we said we might do, we remember, we might try and do a what if discussion at some point. Um, that might be an interesting interesting one as well for us. I don't know what anybody else thinks, but. stories. I love the branch off self contained stories, and uh, this one was definitely really good. Now I just gotta hope to find, I guess there might be a uh, Return of the Jedi one. But this one I just found at a totally random comic stop, which I love doing. So that was my Star Warsing for the month. I was pretty excited with some of my finds. Excited to hear you say you found it at a shop because you said you you found it. It's hard to find. I can't imagine that it would be hard to find if you really wanted it looking online. But that's not nearly as much fun. That that random comic book shop and you find something and you have it in hand is so so satisfying, so so gratifying to do it that way. So, yeah, I'm very happy for you that you found it that way, so to speak. Yeah, just flipping through some like half yeah, price. right? And honestly, they both popped up, but I already bought the new Hope one, and then uh-huh. this one came over next. And it was literal audible gas when my wife turned around. I was like, oh my god, she turned oh around. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very, very excited to find this one. Totally on a whim for like five bucks. Nice. Very good. Very good. And uh, to uh, our master godfather of Star Wars collecting, Ron. 
<laughs> Hello, fellow senators. Um, it's been a light Star Wars uh, month for me with everything going on in life, but obviously been binging and watching uh, The Bad Batch. But I did manage to find and score, which is kind of odd, at a thrift store, a, a Star Wars T-shirt. But it's a Baby Yoda Star Wars T-shirt, and I just can't imagine who who thrift, who gives away a, a, a wonderfully beautiful Star Wars-themed, Christmas-themed Baby Yoda T-shirt. Um <clears throat> So that's my light foray. I had to have it, obviously. It was my right. It was the right size, so that definitely sold it to me. Um, and then, in a random, random bit of stroke of luck, uh, wandering the aisles of a Target, just looking to see. And the the, uh, the everybody's been saying it how the the toy pegs have been bare. And ran, walking down some other aspect of a toy aisle, maybe uh, summer stuff or whatever. There on a top shelf, randomly by himself, is Wrecker, Black Series Wrecker. Perfect oh, wow. condition box, perfect condition thing. It was very, he wasn't being hidden or anything. He was just randomly up on that top shelf, mixed in with some other things. So <clears throat> he's afraid of he, heights. So. He's, yeah, too <laughs> yeah, He was on the top shelf. Um, so, yeah, that's been my uh, foray here this past month is a, is a t shirt and a, a very oddly placed, but happy to score him, uh, Black Series Record. Now, now on to find the other elusive anything figure wise, Star Wars wise, because how, yeah, how much supply chain? How much? Chains. How much? How much was Wrecker? Oh, he's a big, he's a, a premium. I think it was, I was not happy when the thing rang up. I think it was, <laughs> a, it was I was surprised. It was over 20. There's a reason parents ain't buying these things for kids anymore. It is not a, it is not a simple, simple purchase. Like I do not remember. And the arms are torn off like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. And all the parts, all the cool parts are, you know, just lost to the, to the time. Yeah. It's, it's a bit unnerving what they're doing with it, but oh, that's my foray into it. I think if I was going to get any Bad Batch Black Series, I would get Wrecker. Yeah, he was cool. He came with a yeah. bunch of accessories. He was very cool. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay, right. Uh, Ricky. Hello. Um, yeah, we've been continuing my marathon with my daughter. Um, we are on to The Mandalorian now. I think we're almost done with season one. That's, that season goes by quick. Just watched the Prison Break episode yesterday, so that was that was fun to revisit. Um, you know, Bill Burr and all that stuff. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so pretty much doing that. Um, I did buy a new coffee mug as I put a picture <laughs> for everybody. Um, and then what else? Have I, I did finish um, Into the Dark last month, and I did start Rising Storm, and I got I'm pretty much a third into that book. Um, and I started reading the uh, Star Wars, uh, the IDW series, uh, High Republic. Um, so I think I'm like on issue number four or five right now so um just trying to get caught up with that and uh oh it's it, um besides from watching the uh mandalorian again my daughter wanted to watch empire of dreams so we revisited that last week so that was just pretty fun um watching that she's starting to get into the uh the documentary side of the star wars stuff so um so i'm, I'm pretty pleased about that uh so we did watch that and then we actually started watching last night uh episode one the beginning documentary which uh i, I do love that one um, you know, they show when Ewan got cast and Jake Lloyd and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much been it. Um, that played a little bit of Battlefront 2. And, yeah, just trying to get through the books and get caught up with you guys. So. Excellent. Okie dokie. I think, see, um, Ron's got his Christmas um, T-shirt sorted already. Ah. Let's have a look at that one. Uh, that's yeah. what I that's that's my that's that's what I got this uh, past time or whatever. That's what I found. That's what yeah. I was talking about that I found. So yep, mm-hmm. I got my Christmas Christmas shirt all ready to go. Oh, Draw on some Hallmark movies and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. And Marie. 
Okay, well, um, mostly I've been watching The Bad Batch. Um, I was very impressed with that last episode, although um, I really felt like that last two episodes could have been one, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, Tangentially, but not sort of related, but not really Star Wars, I just realized that I bought a little piece of um, handcrafted Star Wars um, uh I don't know what to call it. It's a purse and it's uh, made out of Star Wars fabric. So that's pretty much it. I have a friend who does um, hand sewn totes and purses and coin purses and things. So I will plug her here. Her name is Nasa and she does a great job. And she did a, a Star Wars crossbody bag for me, which is from my upcoming trip to Disneyland in November. And that's going to be another Star Wars thing because I will be seeing Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Oh, that's a fun time. Can't wait to talk to you up about yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I will definitely talk it up when the time comes. I think Ricky and I have both been, you've been to Disneyland and I've been to Disney World. Yeah, I've been to Disneyland. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Look forward. looking forward to that, Marie. Okay, excellent. I guess I've been to Euro Disney, but I don't think that really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's sort, of, it's sort of like the cousin of them all. Um, <laughs> cousin Oliver. Uh, the, the distant cousin that nobody talks about. Um, I can't remember there was any Star Wars. I think there was something at Yo Disney, but I can't. It was like twenty years ago. I can't remember now. I still haven't seen uh, the Rise of the Resistance. Right, it, it wasn't open yet last time. Likewise, so yeah, you'll yeah. you'll be you'll be our first correspondent uh, talking about first senator uh, reporting back on that. Yes, I'm. If you very can get on, hopefully, yeah, you got to figure out figure out and jump through all the hoops if, if you're not aware of, of of getting on that ride or getting yeah. securing the ticket the day you're there, or whatever for that ride it's, is. Difficult. It's a little bit easier right process. now because of, uh, because of the pandemic. So, uh, you know, numbers are limited, but right. I'm I'm aware of the process. So. OK, cool, cool. I haven't been to Cantina either, so I'm hoping, hoping I can get back there. Cool. Uh, Marie, does your friend uh, sell her stuff online? Does she have a lot of Star Wars um, items or? She doesn't have that... a lot of Star Wars items. It's mostly just like Star Wars fabric. Oh, okay. um, I bought a I bought a crossbody bag and I bought a coin purse from her. But um, she does have like lots and lots of patterns so for the girls out there you know if you want a crossbody bag or a cute little coin purse or whatever um i can get the website and um get you yeah, guys cool. all like interested that. in that excellent okay right and uh I'll just stick me in at the end for myself obviously apart from bad batch i got uh i've come over remind me the that comment which came out last week um what's i don't know what the title is it's the high republic um series the monster hunter one the monster hunter one yes i'm sure it's not i'm sure that's not the title of it uh, <laughs> um because you've got the idw you've got the idw series and you've got the marvel series and then there's this and i'm not sure exactly top of my head what series it is it's another set of um of stories it's another ID monster at Temple Peak. Oh, right. Understood. Okay. Okay. So, a separate thing. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I bought that one and I thought it's quite good. Um, but I don't know if we want to talk about that yet now. But um, that's uh, uh, quite, a, quite a good quantity artwork and quite a uh, decent uh, story. And uh, I am trying to think where I got to Horizon Storms. I haven't done any since last uh, Senate. So, I'm not sure exactly where i am with it uh, i took a break and then didn't get back to it so don't take breaks from audible books people because it, it sort of completely ruins the 
the thing. But I, I, um, I, I was getting a bit tense for me, and uh, I haven't had the best of best of months. So I wanted something a bit more um, uh, light-hearted, so to speak. So I started instead. I switched to Race to Crash Point Tower. So I'm a third of the way through that one because that's pretty quick. So I've done an hour. So there's only about three hours in it. That's quite fun and quite quite cheery. And obviously, naturally, it was going to spoil me for Rise and Storm because it's set within that uh, period. But uh, similarly, stuff happened to me with Night of the Jedi as well that I already knew what was coming up before it came up anyway. So uh, that's pretty much me. Um, I wish I would have read Rise Race to Crash Point Tower before Out of Shadows. I wish I would have switched them around. It feels like yes. it sets up more because Out of the Shadows takes place after Rising Storm. Oh, right. After. So I think in the comic, Monster Temple, that ties in with it, too. So um, I think Rasta Crash Point Tower would have been a good one to read first. So I think it was a good order that you went in. Yes. And you also sort of get it's a bit of a continuation to the um, to the IDW series as well, because you've got Zine and Luna in it, which are introduced in the IDW um, comic. She's not a Padawan, but she's with the Padawans sort of thing. Oh, um, alien. Yes. 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 Tendrils. Yeah. Yep. Yep, she's in it. Um, so, Is it Vera um, or something like that? Zine, Zine. Zine, I have no idea how it's pronounced. Uh, sorry, I know it's pronounced. I just don't know how you write it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so, why I started reading the IDW one, because she's in the in the new book. So. And I had yeah. no idea what they were referencing. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. comics are starting to fill in a lot of back stuff. They're giving the backstory to um, what Avar is doing during Rising Storm, and it's that latest one really ties into it. So again, you got to be careful how far you're getting ahead on the comics, because uh, with the first issue of the comics spoiled Light of the Jedi for me, and now they're catching up to Rising Storm and telling what all the characters are doing. Like even the free comic book day book like that I mentioned, it specifically references attacks inside Rising Storm. So it's like, mm. <laughs> when they say read them in order, they really mean to read them all in release order. So you just got to be careful. Usually I'll read them first so I can yeah. give you guys. <clears throat> but I mean, the thing is, if you just walked into a shop at some point, you wouldn't know what the release order was for between the comics yeah, and the books yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So there's no yeah, real guide, is there? To Not everybody has a screenshot on their phone, I guess. No, yeah. exactly. There's no real help for you to read it, to be to be, to be yeah, um, given a guide. Yeah. This one so. fifth. I mean, I guess yeah. it could work either way because then you're like, oh, what are they talking about? And then, you know, you go find that book and then read it, I guess. But a little bit yeah, spoiler. I guess. Just mentions the Dren gear. And if you don't, if you if you only read Light of the Jedi, you're totally confused. Yeah. Just, well, what the heck is the Dren gear? So and then it's like, oh, that's a whole nother book. And that's introduced and into the dark. And it's, yeah, it's so now I'm starting to disbelieve where they're like, oh, you can only read the main series. But then they're mentioning mm. So characters and this you know now there's ty yorick who's got her own comic book and it's exploring where i thought okay her backstory is going to be explored a little bit in later books when all the comic is what's doing her backstory and i'm like well, gosh dang it i guess i have to get that so, well then all the yoda stuff takes place in the comics so Neither. yeah that too it's all mm-hmm. where's yoda? it's like well he's, he's in the idw so the first yeah, I, i've still it's a bit of a it's a bit of a long-running joke with me it's but they keep going about Yoda and then being on sabbatical and that kind of stuff and yet he's saying well hang a minute he's in the other series <laughs> so, well, one thing that uh, either he's on sabbatical or he's not sort of thing one thing that's in all the comics and all the books though is Skier losing his life <laughs> that's consistent yes <laughs> that's in every book <laughs> Trendoshes. Yeah. Trendoshes. Trendoshes. they regrow limbs yes 
Okay, excellent. Well, that's the uh, round the table concluded. Um, so the main thing, obviously, on our uh, agenda uh, this month is Bad Batch, and episodes we haven't we've uh, well, been broadcast since we last spoke because obviously we had the finale now. So there was one, two, three, four, five, five episodes since uh, we last all got together. Um, spoiler alert for anybody that's behind. Yeah, spoiler, well, uh, if they, so if they didn't know anything about the High Republic, they've been sport about that, some of that stuff oh, yeah, well, that's true. Um, <laughs> since then as well. Okay, so the uh, the first one since uh, we last um, spoke here, which was actually episode number 12, was uh, Rescue and Wine Off. So the synopsis for that episode was that uh, Hera contacts Omega and asks the Bad Batch to help rescue her parents. Hunter does not think such a mission would be worth the risk, but Omega convinces him to intervene. Hero Omega Tech Rega attack the new Imperial refinery on Rhinoff as a distraction, whilst Echo and Hunter free Sham Edinai and the other freedom fighters. Crosshair discovers this and sets a trap for them, but clone Captain Hauser, who is loyal to Sham, warns the escapees of the trap and then confronts his fellow soldiers. Hauser is arrested, but the Bad Batch and freedom fighters escape. Rampat realizes that he has underestimated the Bad Batch and gives Crosshair permission to hunt them down. So this is the big. How is, this, how is this is where dead, we all right? became massive fans of um, Captain Hauser. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think he made it. I, I, they I probably executed him. I think he. I think we're going to come back to him at some point. Is my well, view. He was, yeah, he, was, he was pretty cool. He had a cool outfit and a cool haircut. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. that I, I think, if I recall correctly, that's the episode. Um, isn't that the episode Crosshair takes a shot at their ship, but there's some consternation of, of did he did he miss? You know, he didn't take the ship out. You know, did he miss on purpose? Did he You know, uh, it was a very long range shot. They were flying away. But maybe that was the the next one. I'm, I'm getting them confused now. But there was something I, that I should be discussed. Or I wanted to discuss it. You know, that, that shot, I'll try to find it. It's such a thing that happened, whatever. Probably nobody really thought about it, I, I wonder. But it just it seemed oh, like no. yeah. he might have, you know, he could have taken him out or could have taken out the engine. But but did he? I don't know. I just remember sort of wondering about that. But then sort of also caught, plastered off as, well, it was, you know, he's crosshair. He shouldn't miss. But that was a crazy long range shot. Yeah, but he's been hanging point. out with all those stormtroopers. So he misses a lot now. <laughs> uh, but that one had that one yeah. had a number of people joining Hauser. Um, you know, and, and, yes. and sort sto- sort of showed a a you know wasn't just him. Yeah. And sort of showed a you know there a rebellion or whatever you're saying insurrection. Yeah, geez, what all the terms these days. But yeah, just sort of showed the start of something that might be might be coming later. Uh, just that was a, that was a that was a powerful episode from from what I recall, just because of the clone. Yes. We know now that clone he trooper on trooper, the Hauser's dedication to Cham and, and the efforts or whatever versus uh, an Order sixty six. Um, yeah, that one that was that was a good episode. So I'm just wondering, like, disgusting. why what happened with Hera and her dad that gets you to rebels where they're not talking anymore? You know, like, was it just because she left and he wanted her to stay there? Like, you know, there, there's still more. I think I'd have to there. review the. I, I think I'd want to review that rebels episode to see how much is revealed there and yeah, what might be connective tissue between what we just saw and that. Um, it could be that they explained it enough in Rebels and are not planning on explaining it again. Well, didn't, uh, but, uh, yeah, they knows? didn't know they had to go back either. Uh, the Clone War, or the Bad Batch one, though, Cham was really 
he was sort of adamant on like we fought enough. We've done our part. We did the yeah. war. We did what we need to. I want to be done with it for my people. So I could see him being mad at Hera or, or upset with Hera's decision to uh, join a rebellion or try to be rebellious against this empire out there where he was like, look, we did it. We did our part. We're now a free uh, Ryloth or able to do our thing. Maybe. Who knows? But I might take it as something like that. He was just wanting some some peace in his family's life and didn't want his daughter off running, you know, off running, joining the war type of thing that he's seen way too much of. I'm also kind of curious how um, any of what we've seen with Sham Syndulla so far in Bad Batch and in Rebels fits in with the events of what is the, the novel Lords of the Dark Side, I think, with Vader being stuck oh, on Lords the planet. Of the Sith. Lords of the Sith, that's what it is. Um, and Sham plays like a significant part in that book. And oh. I, I listened to it a few years ago, but I don't remember the details. I, that book sort of didn't stand out to me like a lot of other ones did. And so um, I'm not remembering as much about where within the timeline those events take place for Sham. Like in, the, in the premise of that book was like Vader and Palpatine got like stranded somewhere. Yes, because, yeah. yeah. It was a bunch of like, trials and tribulations for Vader. Yeah, I didn't think it was very good, to be honest. I didn't think it was nearly <laughs> as standout as a lot of the other books that I've read and lo- or listened to and love. Well, now it might be interesting now with the new uh, stuff, you know, revelations about Chan and stuff. So. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was cool seeing seeing Harry, cool seeing Chopper. Yeah, that was it was all fun stuff. It's a bit bit cameo-ish of sorts, but. I kind of believe it might not be so cameo-ish as it might be uh, foreshadowing, but we we might see them again. We might see like, some you, some aspect been, to the story again. Do you think it would have been better if they would have just made this episode and the last one just one long episode since we didn't get to really see Bad Batch in the previous one? Like, they just showed up at the end. Oh, you mean the, the these two Ryloth-oriented yeah. things? I, I have no problem with an episode of the week. I enjoy Star Wars, and I enjoy Star Wars content. So if there is a quote-unquote meh or filler episode one week, well, you know, oh, there's, so there's be never it. That's, filler. Yeah, so be it. That, that I, I, it's new content. I don't, yeah. uh, don't, I don't need a 16-episode thing crammed down to eight that's just the, the, the good stuff or whatever you want to say. It, 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 the, there's... Yeah, the kid in me still enjoys watching it, so you know I have no problem with that. Uh, I know it's going to get there eventually, or you know there's going to be some sort of st- story told. I hope so. I'm we look, do know I that, look uh, forward to it. You know I that really Orange Recall survived, right? He didn't. He didn't get killed. Yeah, that was a weird, right? That was a weird aspect to that of of some dialogue versus some on screen action or whatever. It looks like they had to. They could have easily fixed that or done that um, from the dialogue aspect, but it definitely says in the in the um, uh, the closed captioning or whatever something that it confirms that yeah he was. I think it's clear. No, uh, it said he was a, it was attempted assassination. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm. Yeah, they threw in a word. Yeah, attempted. Definitely that's why they were there. being held there. So. He's fine. He's okay. He, we might show you. Well, he needs. Who point. knows? There there was something too. There was something too. He needed to be because he needs to be around for some. Yeah other some somewhere else so that he couldn't have been killed off there at that point i think they mentioned in the next episode of the episode after that he was still alive is that what it was oh reinforcing it perhaps yeah, 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 they did. They did. Yeah, and I don't know that this series gets enough credit for that sort of, uh, you, know, cl- you know, we're so used to it. And we sort of kind of know where things are going, but that cliffhanger aspect to somebody that's new to this story or watching it and seeing that person 
passing away. I'm trying to think of what else happened that transpired like that. You know, just the seeing the wrecks. We were all speculating the heck out of who it might be, and then the next episode you see who it is. I've I've been enjoying yeah, right. that aspect of this series that it it has a little ooh what if you know we talk about it and discuss it discuss it and, and get online and you know try to figure it out ahead of time or whatever. But I think the I think the series does pretty well to capture some intrigue and 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 if we didn't have the internet to be able to talk about it there'd really be some oh i can't wait to see that next episode of what happens kind of thing versus it being sort of hashed out and figured out for you um online like things are these days okay what was after what was after was there another rylaw so that was uh, no 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 completely different after that one was it okay it was it was the spice episode after that basically uh, episode episode 13 just a bit of fun really i think this one infested and that was uh the bad batch returned for a mission to find sid's partner under the ownership of crime boss roland durand they find sid outside and she reveals a plan to take back the partner by stealing the shipment of spice from roland that is intended for the pike syndicate the bad batch and sid enter her office via underground tunnels infested with a hive of earnings they successfully retrieve the spice but are chased down by roland's guards who awaken the hive the group escape from the tunnels, but the hive spice, sorry, the spice is taken by the hive. They are caught by the pikes, who take Amiga hostage, while the Bad Batch and Sid retrieve the spice from the hive. The pikes then let Sid reclaim the partner. All quite simple, really. And for a hot minute, I thought, I thought that was Bizago before they said his name. Well, yeah, sure. That made that they lent itself well, kind of. You know, it could have gone either way if it was him or not. But it was neat to see another character yeah. on that, of that type or whatever. It was it was a fun episode from what I recall of of a lot of characters in there, a lot of character yeah. models, if, so to speak. It was always fun to see the Pikes there, the, seeing them flesh out as characters and develop and, and you know, being a, a crime syndicate, bad guy, bad group or whatever. Yeah. It's always fun to have They're them, using them or lot. have some additive. Yeah, it's like a bad, yeah, it's like a different bad guy that's not the Empire, so it's kind of kind of a nice nice way to tell some stories. There were some neat neat characters, um, character designs in that. This is actually also the last time we see Sid this season. Uh, Oh yeah, oh yeah. She doesn't actually feature it in the episodes after that because a lot of people are saying, oh, at the end of this season, they still you still got the Bad Batch working for Sid, but we don't really know what that situation is because it's not really ever uh, mentioned. Again. Well, but so I think people are overlooking that because they're no longer working for Sid. They squared their debt, but yeah. they're still doing yeah. jobs for Sid because while they squared their debt, that means they're at zero. They still need to work for her, do jobs for her in order to make some some credits. So I don't have a problem well, with with the confusion of, and, and wait, I, think, I thought they were square. And I think this episode kind of like reiterated or kind of put down now that you know they consider her kind of like a acquaintance like more like a friend not just like somebody you know that they they work for they can kind of trust her a little bit now because they kind of have their backs and they you know because of omega wanted to go back and help her where they were like oh let's just leave you know and you know we don't owe her anything but uh she kind of brought out their humanity i guess which kind of you know giving them a little bit of character development and showing them that like you know don't you don't have to just be mercenary you can do things that are good of your heart you know type deal which is i also think that it it, it also connects Sid and Omega a little more because Omega spent yeah. time with Sid while the other guys were out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't she say, at least somebody wants to save me? Because I remember her <laughs> ship and she's like, well, yeah. someone at least wants to help. I think that's just more or less uh, focuses more on Omega just trying to help everybody as it progresses farther into the season where she won't give up on anybody that's her friends. I do like I did like the two guys that kidnapped the little dog creature. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those guys are funny. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, the comedy criminals yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, get them all the time, don't you? But they were funny, yeah. That's, those uh, are Sid's friends, the um, the um, Weekway yeah. guard and the, and the well, what's the Hammerhead? What's the other character? Yeah. Type? yeah. Is it a Thorian? A Thor, yeah, yeah. He's Thorian. They're eating that popcorn from Disneyland, which is good. The Mantel mix. <laughs> yeah, Mantel mix, yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to that too, actually. I do enough. Always love seeing the pikes as well. They're always quite a great. They're great to see, and the fear that they sort of um, have over a lot of um, people do not do wrong by them is but always. They're not like just like ruthless. Let's kill everybody. They kind of do negotiate quite a bit. Even like in Clone Wars, when they pop up, like they're they they've let people leave just so you know they can go back later and make deals with these people. So yeah, they're they're, really they're interesting. Also, like, wasn't yeah. that the interaction yeah. with Han? So, so uh, basically, uh, they end up taking over the Spice Mines Kessel. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Where, where we see in uh, in Clone Wars, where they're kind of like buying and selling to Kessel, but eventually, yeah, in Solo, we see that they actually run the Spice Mines. So. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's easily right. set easily said about any episode, but I remember being a very gorgeous episode. Um, oh. the, the the infestation aspect of it. Just, I was like, well, you know, the, and it, again, it's easy to say about any of these episodes or whatever that's wow, you're watching something animated. Wait, the, hold on, it's very, it's very, it's just mm. this is not Tom and Jerry. No, animation. right, man, this is not, yeah. this is not yeah. my, my youth's uh, cartoons, that's for sure. <laughs> Kids today, which is great because it gives creatives the ability to tell just about any story they want to tell. You know, you can really tell it and, and showcase it and see it. But there was some, there was some good stuff in this one, I remember visually. So can we just kept saying, somebody... don't drop the flashlight, don't drop the flashlight. <laughs> I mean, that, that, uh, yeah, that, yeah. as soon as good callbacks soon, yeah. to yeah, other other things. Well, I was just thinking as soon as Sid mentioned that they were the, those um, earnings, whatever were in there, I was thinking, well, this is going to come into play later in the episode. They're making <laughs> so much, they're making so much of it. <laughs> making like, so much of it is right. Yeah, this is going to be, this is going to, they're going to turn off again. But when they, they said so. catacombs, I was thinking of um, the guys from um, episode two, the. Like click clack and all them. What were those creatures called? The um, uh, the ones that made the what genosis? Yeah, the genosians. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, those guys. Because this is the first we've seen this creature. Whatever this creature, this fly infestation was. This is the first we've seen this creature. I think so. Yeah, okay, that's obvious. My take was sort of like bat bat like or sort of thing, weren't they? Somebody, somebody, somebody remind me what the whole thing is with these with spice and stuff. It's seen as is do, what do they do with this spice? Am it's I medicine like, or it's like a I guess a like drug. a drug? Yeah, it's, it's either one. It, it's yeah, it's pretty much like because there's always people on is it a MacGuffin in terms of it? We don't need to know what or anything a whole whole lot about it, right? It's just we know it's a thing and people well, want it, and it gets dark, people into t- t- into trouble. Into the dark, the novel kind of explains a little bit more that it's something that can be used to alter your mind. You know, pretty much it's. Because obviously, about, I keep thinking yeah. about it. I keep thinking of it like spice, like we got spice now, and I'm thinking, well. Hmm, it's quite nice to put in the old uh, the old uh, recipes and uh, and you know. Well, that's true, some, but there, but there's something kind of spice. Wasn't there something in our history? The spice trades run into no, India. No, there was. Most, yeah, you know, there was, you know the spice, and yeah. so it it is a a thing. It wasn't a drug. Right, it wasn't, right, a, it wasn't drug. a drug back then, but yeah. it was some. It was a coveted commodity that people risked yes. lives for to transport from one part yeah. of the world to the other. So, yeah, similar, similar sort of thing. And they're actually, with I don't need it explained. As and there actually was like a real world um thing called spice um here in the U.S. that was uh, kind of going around that was kind of a classified narcotic. So. um yeah, so that I don't know if they took that from Star Wars, which is kind of weird, but 
Yeah. Seems well. I mean, well, I know that, I know that Han, Han and Poe both uh, dabbled in, in transport. Yeah, spice running, yeah. 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 I forgot about Poe. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of um, Melange in Dune when I hear spice, because that's a spice. They use the term spice in Dune, but it's it's so mind-altering that it affects all transportation and all abilities by, you know, technology and everything. It's like an all-consuming... It's not just for mind-altering, it's for commerce, essentially. And and I um, think... It play, does it spice play a large part in Dune? It does. Huge does part it? Dune. Okay, okay. I thought, I thought that was a big, big deal of it or whatever. That, that, it's the, that, it's that the main economic force in the, in the story. Of, of story. So, yeah, so Spice yeah. has been around. Yeah, Spice has been a thing. It might will yeah. be one of the few things I'll relent. You know, I would imagine, I, I seem to think Dune might be first in its use of Spice. Uh, not versus, seen it yet. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I, I remember the first one. Not, not read it, definitely not read it. And watched the first one, <laughs> tried to, and just couldn't get past the bad. Does Dune the David Lynch film is bad. Yeah, Dune is 1965. Oh, yeah, that's the first one. And there were six books written by the original author, and then he died. And the sixth book mm. was a cliffhanger. And then his son and another author took over the mantle and wrote another, I think they're up to 14 or 15 additional <sighs> books cow. now. So it's about 20, 20 books now with a 21st coming and a 22nd planned. It's just, um, it's and it spans yeah. about 15,000 years. So. You got it's spice, like, and then you got like stuff like the Dune Sea. So you know George obviously read right, it. And, right. The know. sandworms. And the sandworms. Right. right, right, which are really the great dragons. Yes. Or yes. there's a parallel anyway. Mm-hmm. And tremors too. No. All right, let's <laughs> talk Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kevin <Okay>. Bacon. <laughs> Coming up on a future Senate, the discussion of spice. <laughs> no, it would we, be a fun, fun tangent. Yeah, we got a we bad batch. We're only two episodes into, into the. Yeah. We haven't even got to the meat. So, what was after Infested? Okay, so episode fourteen was raw, um, raw mental, and this is basically Gregor um, episode. So the bad batch are confronted by Rex, who I must say does a great um, mass canata. Um, scene in this one bit busy but can you just go and do this for me who asked them to help clone commando gregor who is sending the distress signal from the planet daro at the source of the signal they find an imperial base where conscripted troopers are being trained by clone commandos to replace the clone trooper army hunter tech echo infiltrate the base while omega and wrecker stay in the ship as backup the bad batch rescue gregor but hunter is captured during an escape on camino lama Su, and Nana C, which I'll get this right, plan to escape after the Empire cancels their clone army contracts, but they are caught by Admiral Rampart, who has use for Nana C as a scientist, but not for Lama Su. Because it's easy to get those two mixed up, isn't it? Lama Su and Nana C. Um, Namaste. <laughs> yeah, very easy stay. to get those two mixed up i just cannot yeah you can put, you can put pictures of them and both of me in front of me and say you know risk your star wars collection or have the, the holy grail <laughs> rocket firing boba fett and i would pass because i don't know that i could i've be, got like, a feeling that which which. The, pri- the prime minister's got some eminent blue on him isn't he and the and this and the uh nina no, c's got an element of red or something like that's just the top of my head i'm not sure but i think that's probably the only way i can tell them well, which one's going to the Prime Minister? Similar. The Prime Minister and Malama Sue were in Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's two. I think you're right. It's Tan. It was Tanwi and Tan Lama Sue, and there was yeah. a way to tell them apart, but I can't remember right now. 
there's a there's yeah. a way to teleport males and females, but I can't remember it specifically oh, wow. right now. <laughs> yeah, because because the the one one is male, and I know the name doesn't even sound masculine, so I really have a tough <laughs> no, time. No, it with, doesn't. Oh, yeah, wait, that's a, that's, a, that's supposed to be a yeah. And then right, there's a way to tell visually. Yeah, I have to have to have to try to bone up on that because yeah, just, I'm terrible just, with it. I just realized it's literally Nama, which just gets me think of the animal now. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Just as well, just as well, I didn't realize that until, <laughs> until now. Yeah, it's Lama Su and Nala Si in this one, but then there was Lama Su and Tan Wee in Attack of the Clones. That's right. Right. So Nala Se yeah. is new to us similar. in this. And yeah, Tom, way too similar. And Tan Wee got um, shot in the back, sort of thing, didn't she? In that. In... Yeah, Tan yeah. Wee was that the was, one that uh, took Boba Fett to go. Or Obi Wan to go see Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Or yes. Yes. Yeah. Dad, Tom Wee's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've yeah. we've only ever good, Ross. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, got that soundbite. Um, got you for Clone Wars. I think actually the only three Kaminoans we've actually been introduced to. Just trying to think of we. By name, yeah, right? I think so. That's I think about we see it. a lot, but I think that's all we have by name, and we it can't was... keep them straight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah, all look yeah. alike. And we only have not... two now because uh, Tan Wee's dead. So God, now there's two of them. This gets worse by the moment. Um... So actually, that's one I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it's kind of like the Sith. They're they're like the Sith. There can only be two. Yeah, there can only be <laughs> few of them to keep them straight. Well, there was mm. there was. I try to remember. There's a lot of them about in the um in the Clone Wars episodes about the fives. Which um, Ryan's really got to look yes. forward to, which is really good. Oh, the Domino's but I'm not sure whether they actually gave any more names or. Yeah, interest. I don't think we got names of anyone. I else. think that one had been. I think that had been Tan Wei in yeah. the Fives episodes, I believe. Oh, but I, you're going to love that when you get to it, Ryan. You're going to love that. It's great. Yeah. Oh great. my gosh. Yeah. Some of the best episodes in the whole series is about Fives. Yeah. The oh, yeah, ones are what I'm enjoying the most with Bad Batch. So. Definitely. They just seem like yeah. such a good area to discuss, and they have so much important things to do. Um, you know, at some point, they had to stop using them, because they switched from clones to uh, volunteer yeah. uh, humans. So. Right. I always think they make great um, great spies, because you just can't tell which what they're thinking, can you? <laughs> Are they thinking good <laughs> things, or are they thinking bad things? They have absolutely no idea. Well, it gets that roll of the eye sort of thing, isn't it? Um, you know, no you know idea. you're joking about that, but that is a beautiful aspect to the character, to that, to that um, alien species, or to to whatever they are. That the design is such that they're not, while they're humanoid looking, obviously crazy with the long necks and eyes and all, but all that. But yeah, they are a very, they're very difficult to read, right? They're very mm-hmm. cold very but informed. They're very um, sneaky but not trying to be sneaky. They're they're a very interesting character in that sense of of you just don't know where they're. They're what like, their motivations are or anything. They're not like any other character. They're like some they characters in the Matrix or something like that. You know, like they're. Yeah. My, big, there. my biggest question is, can they run, or are they just like sloths because they just walk really slowly, don't they? Yeah, they do have. Uh, they do have that kind they're of. So, they're cool being chased by something. Can they go any quicker? Is what I want to know. Yeah, well, a quick and a quick and pace uh, is not not in their. Uh, Hurry up, Nana. I would like the traditional. Um, the traditional gray aliens that you know in every science fiction thing goes over. sure pretty, yeah. yeah so it's um, called war mantle this episode um is Rogue. that yeah that's a callback to uh rogue one right so yeah, right oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that right. base has something to do with war mantle is what you're going with yes. Ricky? yeah cool I right. also yeah, that... what was it though was war mantle like the the initiative of getting rid of the clones 
and creating it was a training. It was a training facility for the for the for the troopers, stormtroopers. It seemed right. They had a bunch yeah, of yeah. uh, stormtroopers yeah. there, and they had the commandos or whatever from the video game. It would seem like it was a. I mean, an excessive training facility. I don't know why it needed to be hidden and built in a mountain, but I, I, I'm under the impression we come back to it or there's more to it or could be more to it. They've obviously, I hate the real world minutia aspect of trying to just speculate on a story. They have obviously built all the models and built a lot. So I don't think they're, we've just used it for this one episode. I believe we'll yeah. probably come back to it and, and investigate yeah. the hallways and what's going on there. Cause it was very empire-ish. It's gorgeous in that sense of, 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 of a throwback or, you know, a, a tie towards where we end up with the empire hallways and those pill light lightings and just, yeah, really, really look neat. And in the sense of um, getting us to a point that we know that is the OT uh, design mm-hmm. of Empire, Empire stuff. And this episode also sort of highlights a bit what we said in, in previous scenes. I said about how much time has been spent by M- Imperial um, insiders before this point on building facilities and getting things ready. Because obviously that base hasn't been built in, in a couple of months. And neither has, this, um, yeah. neither has this cloning facility thing they the eyebrow had to be used for something else and then repurposed um when when palps um took over or they had to be built completely in they could have been separatist, that palps um, knew about they could have been separatist hideouts you know well we, we, we don't know out. this is it, 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 as you say initially as soon as we said before that initially as soon as palps um gets into power suddenly everybody's got the the correct clothing yeah. and and star destroyers and uh everything else ready so there had to be a, a quite a decent period of this stuff going on in secret um it was order 65 they had to get the uniform <laughs> yeah, get, the stuff, get the stuff built i recall this was an episode two where there's a heavy use of the stun gun by the bad batch oh you yeah know, that they weren't taking yes. they weren't taking out uh, others um so much but eh, i have no problem with that it needed to needed to I guess they don't know if they're killing brothers or yeah. stormtroopers mm. or, or what mm. they're doing. And they can. The, storm, the stun gun aspect of it works. It hasn't come back to bite them at all. Although there was, the, was in the very beginning of the episode, it was interesting to see they like the, the, the stun gun. Who were they chasing? Um, well, who are they rescuing in this? Uh, anyway, they Gregor. like hit it. Yeah, Gregor. They hit his leg, right? And he kind of limps. Like they stunned oh, yeah. his leg. It was it was a weird that stun gun thing spreads out really wide, and we've always seen it just get the entire person. But this this one time, obviously a, a story element that needed to happen. But you know, this one time they just get the leg and causing yeah. causing him to be lame, so to speak, and not be able to run as fast. I, I was hoping they would play Gregor a little bit more straight um, compared, you know, to how we see him in Rebels, because when we last saw him in Clone Wars, he was just a regular, you know, clone. He wasn't like, now he looks like he kind of lost his mind a little bit already. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gregor is, is such a wacky character by the time yeah. we get to Rebels. He yeah, has yeah. that funny giggle and everything. But Clone um, Wars, he's the, he's the, in the Void one? Yeah. That they yeah. rescue, right? Yeah. Come yeah, on, he's, okay. he's, he's, that, he's yeah. had some, yeah, he's had some, he's had some, Trials and tribulations in his life. Which was a filler episode that people complained back then, and now it's, you know, you get this character introduction. That's why I don't pay any attention to it anymore. Yeah. You can cry about it all you want, but wait till till you see the big picture because you just don't know. It's a beauty part of Star Wars storytelling that I love. And, like, the the whole war mantle thing, it's like, isn't the, there's like a saying, like, you know, pass the mantle to the next, you know, person. So they're kind of passing on troopers, you know. Yeah. Passing some clones to stormtroopers. So it's obviously. I, um, go, go on. Go oh, on, I was gonna say uh, I wanted to bring up um, a little bit about the cinema of this episode. Um, 
you know, as as we've talked about before, and as we know, there's been such leaps in the animation in you know season seven of Clone Wars and season one of Bad Batch, but in this episode, I feel is my favorite cinematography so far. When they're in the woods, all of that modeled lighting uh, through the trees, the the sunlight through the leaves is just stunning on them. Um, it's beautiful. It's some of the most beautiful of those those two seasons that, you know, uh, I think where they've improved the, the, the lighting and the rendering and everything. I'm going to have um, to go back was, and watch it. I know exactly what you're talking uh, about, sort of in terms of that dapply uh, shade yes, and, and that little bit of lighting yeah. coming through trees. But I watched this episode and just totally didn't notice it from an uh, appreciation uh, standpoint because, right, that had to be very hard to render and do and be yes. thinking of in the lighting. So I'm going to go back and watch it with an appreciation of what they did for us to yeah, make it yeah. so unnoticeable to me in terms of, you know, I'm just watching <laughs> and thinking they're in the forest, you know, not realizing, yeah. holy crap, that's difficult to do. That's really in, in animation yeah. and, and, yeah. and, you know, to, to be so aware of the lighting, the aspect to have that sort of dapply shade or that, that sunlight glinting through trees and through leaves and having it hit the ground here and there. I'm going to go back and watch that and, yeah. appreci- and appreciate it. Cause uh, that's some wonderful work that doesn't get appreciated. It's true. It's true. And I think I pick up on that more because I'm a filmmaker and I sure. do that stuff for a living. And when I have to create it artificially, it's really, really hard in in the real world, in live action. And so to do it in animation for the first time in, you know, in, in the history of Clone Wars and Rebels was really remarkable to me. And I certainly know it was one of the first things I noticed about the episode. It was just Please really do and always point, point that kind of book. stuff out because, yeah, it is something. And sure. I didn't even think about it. Sure, from a real-world aspect, I'm thinking that's easier or not as hard. But, no, I guess it is just as hard because you have to sort of recreate that. you got to have lighting rigs. Oh, or you yeah. got to have whatever to sort of uh, project uh, shadows and all that sort of stuff that, that we take for granted because it just happens real-world-wise. So right, right. definitely an episode uh, I'm going to go back and rewatch just to appreciate what you pointed out. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, you'll love it all over again, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I'll have to do the same. <laughs> I've, I've created a monster. <laughs> I don't know remember them being in the As forest, much as I but... love the story, I've come to appreciate the, the people, you know, they're obviously Star Wars fans and it's their jobs and all this stuff, but they're putting a lot of energy and effort. They don't have to do that. You know, there's, there's right. The, right. just, it doesn't, the story, tell a story, cartoons and go, but time, energy and effort and do it well, that it makes it so much fun to watch. So gorgeous to watch on my big TV. Okay. But this one, that was the episode we lost Hunter, right? So that was, uh, yes. Yeah, got caught at the end. So there was a bit of a, honestly, I thought, I'm just, just remembering now, I think they were all at the end of that ledge, which was very um, Death Star um, ledge moment, wasn't it? They're stuck right at the end there. Um, and they all go, once oh, they yeah. started going two by two, I thought, well, here we go. This is not your normal end of the, you know, it's not your normal escape at the end because they're not taking them all at once. They had to go mm-hmm. around and come back and pick them up. So something's going to happen here because this is not normally how it, how these things go. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. So I saw, so they were sort of pre. Um, yeah, something's going to happen. Something's going to. Something's going to happen. Yeah. But again, foreshadowing. to have the yes, yeah, foreshadowing to have the feels um, when when Hunter does, you know, when we lose Hunter, it's just like, okay, mm. wow, this is the, you know, the, again, they're finding the pack of matches. The, there's some, there's some, there's some good stuff in this because they have Hunter now. How the heck are we getting him back? Yeah, it was a good i mean it was quick there at the end but it needed to be what it needed to be and and i kind of remember omega being you know wanting to go back and them having to talk her off the ledge because they couldn't they were outnumbered outgunned outshipped out they were in some serious trouble and i think it was the first uh cliffhanger episode that we got uh, the first one that really legitimately ended 
not knowing where we were going. Everything wow. else has been pretty episodic. So that was a big deal to end on such a mm. low note. Yeah. Although, you know, you know, being being the bad batch, you know you weren't gonna lose anybody because you have to have them all mm. at the end of the at the end of the day, but sure. it's still a nail biter. Yeah. Yeah. For absolutely. A, for a fun kid show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Quite yeah the nail biter. It, you you go you go a little bit dark and you know you being a grown up you know that what's going to happen that they're going to get back together eventually but if you're a kid watching this you're like oh my god what's going to happen sure yeah, I, I absolutely loved how do we find them Stephen without being creepy right you know I'd love to have a senate <laughs> where we can get some eight ten year olds just to hear them gut you know if they exist <laughs> yeah you know I don't know uh, hope they, hope they do they're out there kind of thing whatever but eventually to hear their stories of how they watch the Clone Wars every Friday night with their family or whatever and we're excited to think that that'll that'll get me in the feels too or whatever because oh, yeah, I, I don't some good I don't know what, what my daughter's gonna be oh. excited for now um, that it's over for the season <laughs> but you know, yeah she's nine so she's like right there so she yeah yeah we could get some like 18 19 year olds though because they're those are the kids that were watching the clone wars when they were kids kids Mm. i i know a couple that's great okay and then we move on to basically we'll we'll, we'll put episode 15 and 16 together i think which is the easiest way easy way to do things uh return to camino and camino lost so in the first one we have hunter is taken to here we go typoca city on Camino, where the Empire has evacuated critical personnel and eliminated the rest. Oh, gosh. I don't remember them saying they eliminated the rest hmm. in the show. Anyhow, that's what it says here. Um, Crosshair hmm. activates Hunter's comm link, luring the rest of the Bad Batch into a trap, which they knew was a trap. Uh, Omega shows the others a hidden entrance into Nala C's secret laboratory, where they were all originally created, where they find the friendly joy AZ-3 um, in Hydem. They find Hunter, who tries to convince Crosshair to have his inhibitor chip removed, but Crosshair reveals that he has already it has already been removed, and he is willingly working for the Empire. Hunter stuns Crosshair as Rampart, under the orders of Tarkin, begins destroying Typoca City with the Bad Batch and Crosshair still inside. And then, basically, in the uh, the finale, the finale, the wreckage of Typoca City begins to sink into the ocean. Rampart and the Empire depart while the Bad Batch aim to escape the city before it fully submerges. Omega and AZ save Crosshair when they're trapped in a flooding room. Once the wreckage settles on the ocean floor, the group make their way to the tube that leads to their ship but find it damaged. AZ suggests that he guides them to the service inside lab capsules but runs out of power on the way up. Omega tries to save him at the risk of drowning until Crosshair saves them both. When they reach the ship, Crosshair once again chooses to part ways with the Bad Batch Elsewhere, Nana C is brought to an Imperial vicinity. <laughs> okay, the Falani folks. And while you start talking, I'm just going to go and disappear to the men's room. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. Um, I just remember uh, Omega saying this is where you guys were created. Yeah. So if she yeah. knows that this is where they were created, that I was there, there was some line about I was there yeah. or something. It's like, well, okay, hold on. But that gets to the whole. We don't know all about Omega. She's obviously she's a, obviously a Boba Fett uh, sister, right? She's an unaltered yeah. clone. She's not she's not aging faster, but yeah, she but says she's older than us. Yeah, she's somehow. Yeah. Oh, she says she's older than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah one that. of the other ones says. It's yeah. Mm. Was, um, yeah, I haven't seen these five hundred times. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Back. Maybe she was made the same. It made it seem like she just lived down there and didn't get to go anywhere else. So she was pretty much hidden. Yeah, um, yeah. probably while Jango Fett was impression. around. 
Yeah. Right. Well, so yeah. So was she hidden, uh, or uh, which one of them? Nala say, right? Nala say her experiment or her helper kept her in that lab yeah. while the bad batch created all that sort of stuff. And then once Boba Fett or Django left with Boba and they didn't come back, whatever. Then she presented or otherwise let um, the prime minister know about her experiment. You know, or yeah, her experiment. Um, she was secretive during the Clone Wars and the like. But if she's a Boba Fett equivalent of sorts, then, you know, why keep her secret? Obviously, there's there's some more story to be told there to some extent as to how she came to be public, how she came to be out in the open, but wasn't out in the open while Django was around. Basically, you know, they created an unaltered clone and then created you know, created two or maybe when they created the unaltered one, it split. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll so get some story. She was supposed to be like the DNA equivalent of. Django, right? Because yes. basically they were the same. So, but female. Yeah. yeah. I, I right. wonder why they kept reiterating that they were running out of uh, Django Fett DNA if they had her the whole time, you know? Well, uh, and the other factor that confused me a little bit is their names. If Boba Fett was considered or called Alpha and then she was called Omega, that to me implies the last one. Yeah. But clearly yeah. she wasn't the last one if they made the Bad Batch experiments after her so that was a little bit weird to me um <sighs> right because she could i was thinking well no she's last they created her and she's last but no if if she saw them created last. yeah yeah they're right. last or they're after yeah. but maybe she's last unaltered that's uh, what i was about if, to say she's maybe the last unaltered clone and she ha- she happens to have been uh, kind of like a, frater- a fraternal twin to to um boba that, right, right. That speaks if she's the last, how many were made? Yeah. Right. You know, just go one and two, and you okay, and, and right. you know, yeah. So where is Alpha? And it, Boba's not a Greek thing, I don't think. Right. So no. yeah, where where is if if Omega is last? Are we reading way too much into it in that sense? Whatever. Right. Yeah, if Omega's Was last, there an epsilon or a, yeah, psi right, or a delta? Right, where, where's middle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where's all right, the exactly. Where's all the others? But where's psi? <laughs> <laughs> was, is az the same droid from clone wars the one that helped, i believe uh, so it's the one that helped fives out? yeah 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 i think it is i think it is i was so sad yeah. when he got when he was gonna oh. be killed yeah off. me like, too that, that got me in the feels yes like, you definitely no. thought right as you somebody said with adulting or whatever you definitely thought well all right it's not going to be her. She's going to go after him. She, we're going to find out she can hold her breath a long time, but we're going to lose a droid and have a feel for the droids. Oh, that's going to, yeah. ouch, that's going to sting a little bit, but it's a droid. I'll get over it. But, you know, yeah, then they rescue him, too. I was like, all right, yeah. this is a kid's show. Yeah. Yes, everyone survives. Come on, why not? That's the way it should be. But, yeah, there was definitely a moment of, oh, we're going to lose AZ. He was a good dude. Yeah. He, could, yeah. he could be like R2 if they haven't wiped anything. He's going to know, yeah. you know, he's going to be a, a lot. resource because he's going to know he could – He's always going to be that storytelling crutch of the, oh, we need to fill something in. Oh, have AZ show up and say, oh, well, from my memory banks, we were able to do X, yeah. Y, or Z and help help solve some problem. <laughs> uh, all of this, I think, is a reminder, though, that in even though technically it's an animated show and it is geared for kids, there's a lot in here that is not really for kids. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's not. It's very, very heavy, very, very heavy laden story for yeah, yeah. yeah. They they got to keep us watching too, though. So <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, they know who. Actually, they... I, I, w- I would be curious from Ricky, how has your daughter felt about some of the more adult elements of this show or the end of Clone Wars? Um, has she found that it's like a little bit above her pay grade, or has she been right alongside you? You know, with we, all of it. 
we've been pretty much watching Clone Wars since like we had when we wa- we were watching this past year. Um, she did get a lot more out of it than the initially when you know I have it on and she would kind of sit here with me and watch a couple of them when she was a little younger. But okay, nine nine ten year olds like they um you know they're they're there they're right there in the story and they're figuring things Great. out and yeah so it's uh there's a lot of I mean she grew up watching episode three and all that stuff so she's you know for the darker stuff she's yeah you know accustomed I was, to it. But, episode yeah. three is certainly the darkest that the series has to offer, I think, um, yeah. you know, with a main character being burnt nearly to a crisp and everything. That's pretty heavy duty stuff. Becoming yeah. the bad guy. But I would suggest kids check out on some of that adulty kind of stuff and the things that they get or recognize, they check back in. Yeah. Didn't we do that with Star Wars? I was not even seven yet or whatever. And some of the, you know, I'm sure some, but that's what came that's what came to make me appreciate it over all these years or whatever, is as you watch it again as, a, as an adult or whatever, there's, you find out there's so much yeah. more into this and, well, and like, into it that it's uh, developing, that it becomes real heavy and real good. Like you watch it, you watch the original Star Wars as a kid, you know, when you're like, you know, nine or whatever. And like Tarkin blows up Alderaan. You're like, oh, that's mean. Like he did yeah. that. And then later on, you're like, and you're older. You're like, Holy the, ram- the ramifications <laughs> of that. You're destroyed like, a planet. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, so that, yeah. Like, that's exactly. Like, There's like, like all these people that died. So billions of people. Right. Beautiful point, Ricky. Yeah. To a kid, you check out and go, all right, uh, the bad guy uh, blew something up or whatever. But yeah, as you get adult and you realize, oh, they let kids watch that. You know, that was an entire planet full <laughs> that's, of people. That's, that's heavy. horrifying. And yeah, but kids just, you know, because I was, I, I don't recall that. I just, he blew up the planet you know it wasn't yeah. because george didn't show all the people's you know dying, yeah you know just, and everything it's like yeah. oh that dude's a bad guy they just uh, wow took out a planet all right what's next one and, and there was a way you know there's a cool little callback to a new hope in this one too with uh them destroying camino you know how has that line like they couldn't destroy the entire planet they need a fleet of a thousand ships you know we kind right. of saw oh. the capacity of them, what they could do with just the Star Destroyers. Of a fleet of right. Star Destroyers. That's right. a yeah, exactly. Pick up, Ricky. Beautiful. Yeah, and that, and of course, like there's this. there's a lot less um, uh, overall global life on well, yeah. Camino. So they were really only destroying a few cities. Uh, but still, it was very powerful. And to yeah. see all that destruction on screen was uh, really heavy and emotional what? and yeah. disturbing. Yeah, that, got me. that really got me. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Agree. that got me too. That was uh, it, the, the way they filmed it and, and showed you those empty shots of all those things you recognize, yeah. and you know, just this yeah. kind of thing. And then I also felt, again, I hate real worlding it, but I also felt for all the people that worked on it because all those models got destroyed, you know, so to speak, that we're not going to really get to use those again. <laughs> not, they they yeah, worked so yeah. hard to build those rooms and those hallways and all of that stuff, and they destroyed it. I mean, literally, figuratively, yeah. you know, on the screen, all that hard I mean, work. Wow. Really, yeah, it was really got Out of everything too. that we've seen so far, this really felt like the end of the Republic with them yes. destroying yes. this. Yes, it really did. Because. You know, that's the, the prequels. They just destroy, like, the main source of all the story in the prequels. Like, that yeah. was the home. You know, I, I kind of felt like watching all the Clone Wars, you know, they always reference Camino as their home. Yeah, and, like, I've, it's gone now. You can't go back anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you definitely can't. I've always I've brought this up on a sense, and I will always come back to it. Or, but it seems like they're going to gloss over it, that the Kaminoans were the ones. Dexter says, oh, it's from Camino. Them's cloners and damn good ones, too. And right. I just I, I harp on that all the time because it just sounds like there are others in the universe. Yeah. They just aren't as good at it. So, yeah, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be that way that we're going to find others that could do it or something, especially with what we saw at the end of the part two of this, that 
Now it seems like the Kaminoans were the were the cloners of the galaxy, and the damn good ones is not from a from a plural. There's others out there in the universe, but from a they're just good at what they do. Uh, and it uh, makes it seem like uh, Empire is kind of rounding all the clone technology they can for their yes. end game. You know, like that that person that technician at the end had the same emblem on their sleeve that Doctor Pershing did in Mandalorian. So it, it yes. kind of goes back to to all that. And, and I, I honestly really wonder if they're trying to build connections between the 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 Kaminoans in Bad Batch to Mandalorian and to uh, the resurrection, if you yeah. will, of of Palpatine by Episode Nine. You, you don't um, honestly, you don't honestly wonder that, do you? And ter- I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> well, I'm giving you a ribbon time. It, I wonder how it's going to play out. Right, right. Because there's yeah. so many ways that it could play out, and and they have not. You know, one of the things that, you know, annoyed critics of Rise of Skywalker was, you know, the nature of how Palpatine just magically sort of came back. And they yeah. could be really building in some very specific story elements to how that goes. That's um, what it feels like yeah. to me. Like they're building the through line retroactively. Yes. But yeah, they did that, that with Clone Wars, too. With, ex- yeah, thank with you, Ricky. Isn't that Star Wars storytelling? You fought in the yeah. Clone Wars with my totally. father, and right. we gloss over that, sure. and then 40 years later, we get Clone Wars, and we get that storyline and that through line, and we get to figure out how we get to that point. Sorry, it's Snoke's back, or um, Palpatine's back. Not right. the biggest fan of it in the world, uh, not a huge fan it that Mark came back. Okay for me. But yeah, if they find sure. a way to tell me a story that gets me to that point, that's that, that, wor- you know, that works, and when it's interesting, right? It's interesting, right. and yeah. it's you know, and captures yeah. me like Clone Wars because yeah. when we first started Clone Wars, you're like, oh, what is this about? But then at the right. end, you're intrigued as all get out. Oh, sign me up. It's more yeah. Star Wars on screen. That's what I dreamed about all my life. So, yeah, yeah I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I don't want I was teasing you about the wonder because I don't wonder. I'm sure that's exactly what we're going yeah. for to yeah. some extent. I just hope they're given enough leash, enough leeway and enough seasons that they don't have to like uh rush it and say all right you know oh, right. No, we're cu- pulling the plug uh, here it is and, and boom uh these two things happened and that's how we got to there it's like no no, no let it flesh itself out and with disney yeah. plus i think they because they need content i think they have the ability to sort of get us to there that it's going to be yeah. going to be a fun ride i just hope i live long enough and then like this season gave <laughs> us like two major answers of questions we've been asking since like episode two came out like whatever happened to camino and how did they change into stormtroopers like the, that's huge in yeah. the Star Wars. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely. It's, it's major. Like, yeah. we for years we've ever been speculating. What you know? How, why did they switch to stormtroopers? You know, what's the you know? How did that even happen? You still don't have a good one on that though, right? What what is yeah. their uh, cost? I really hate the cost aspect. No, I think that was just right? kind of like a facade. I mean, they basically want a spreadsheet. <laughs> what's the what's the real uh, loyalty i mean uh, yeah, maybe we it, see that some in season two and we saw it with hauser in terms of the you know they're they're loyal yes. to who they work with so long so if we can get stormtroopers that are conscripted and realize this is the this is the right way or they signed they signed up for it and are, are helping us to do whatever but boy that seems like it can come back to bite you in the butt too versus a inhibited trip that you could program people but whatever we need to get to that point so so this is how we're getting there they 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 very get away from clones to some extent. Because you've got the absolute, you've got the absolute opposite in the sequel trilogy. You've got you've got um, stormtroopers um, defecting, um, revolting, defecting by the by the by the truckload. Yeah, but they were. Well, also were... Keep, keep in mind that Luke wanted to be a stormtrooper. Yeah, he, he yeah. was planning on going into the academy and becoming yeah. you know part of the military operation after that. The entire well, wedge institution. was, but you know, wedge and Biggs were both 
Imperials. You know, they, they were right. Right. They were. You know, that's a huge part that's glossed over and not talked about much of, among Star Wars fans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can join the Academy next year. And right. That that was. So that is a big part of, of what we're seeing here with the Bad Batch. It's going to be. Yeah. People right. wanted to do they the made Empire them an offer they thought they that was the thing. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and people pushed, the Academy. Yeah. Isn't that more like um, going to officer training school? Like the, you would think that would be the equivalent of going to officer training school rather than being like a grunt like the Stormtroopers. Like Han. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he well, got Han punished, right? He was flight school, but yeah. then he got yeah he got punished and got to be a right. mud jumper. Yeah, it was. It, it seems like right. it was a. It, it it's been very much a way off, you know, Tatooine for for Luke, and a way off of these dusty nowhere planets for for them, like in the Star Wars universe. So sure. you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Real world aspect right. of right. A way to uh, the military. A way to get around that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of like going into the military in real life, where you get out of your little. Your little town, right, yeah, your small yeah. little town, and see the see the see the galaxy. But then come to realize, yeah, not the thing. Um, crosshair shot that like is like a RoboCop shot that ricochets around and around and around. I mean, so normally when we shoot somebody, the laser like is done and goes there. How does it? How does it take out for? How does one bounce? How does it bounce around like that? It was obviously uh, just something cool visually, ceiling. but. That that was that was a nod to the trash compactor room in the yeah. New Hope. But but um, once it hits once it hits one guy, it is what I'm saying. It should have died there. The bouncing around the room, I get until it hits finds a target that is it can be absorbed into. So normally when we shoot a laser and we hit a stormtrooper, they're down and that laser is done. That laser bolt is done. But this one, he like shoots the room. It hits one guy. It hits another guy. It hits another guy. It's like, it's like four guys or something. You know that's it was just like well. Was it one shot though? I don't remember. Yeah, I thought he I thought he hit one one that part of it. Was. He was like aiming some part of the room and it did the magnetic kind of whatever, bounced around, but it I thought it took out multiple multiple guards or multiple people that were had them surround or something. It was just it was like it was one of those, ooh, okay, I'm gonna just go. I mean you have to assume he has like different uh weapons than a regular, you know, person that's a specialty, you know, so he shooting. Yeah. It's got so one he, that can he, go through or bounce yeah. off, or it's like the opposite of the sun. Yeah, well, <laughs> he exactly. Can, he can increase the power of the laser or something. But then, um, well, you know, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it in slow motion because then, why? Yeah. Where does it stop? Why does it stop at the fourth guy or the fifth guy or the last guy? Or you know, what? What? Or it only had enough to go through four guys. How about that? Okay. So as long as we can rationalize this, I'm always good with it. So right, he has special weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and it can go through, you know, he knows it can go through X. So if they're lined up in a line, he knows he can take out at least four, maybe five before it runs out of energy. All right. I mean, really, good. it's Thank a laser. You. It should just keep going. So. <laughs> well, yeah, that was always started. In a straight line, though. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of right there on the tin, though. Crosshair. He sh- it's his specialty. He should know. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah, something. Yeah. And that's why it died at the fourth guy. It only had enough energy to take out X amount, and he knew that. Okay. Like say, that's why I love Senate. <laughs> we get to talk this out and figure it out and rationalize it. <laughs> and it is just fantasy. So, you know, <laughs> even if we can't rationalize it, that's okay. It's just a story. You know, no stories are completely bulletproof. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm kind of i'm i'm kind of curious how you feel all of you about the ending given that it was the end of a season where clearly we're getting at least one more season and it's unclear how many seasons this is going to run it was obviously a a downer of an episode Uh, we leave crosshair on the platform with no way of communicating with the imperials again theoretically um 
what does this bode for future seasons and future season finales and how many seasons we're going to get? I had a th- somewhere thinking about it, that they announced season two so late. Could, yeah, the, could, could, the, could this have been a bit of a one season thing? Could it have stopped after season one? And just that's how we explain that they, they had Nala say going off to the Imperials and the bad batches off. Although they got off world because their ship did work or whatever, but they could have left them trapped there under the water, and that's how Bad Batch is done. You know, could they have stopped at season one? Because, like you said, I don't when, know. You know, when you know there's a season two, you know, I kind of thought they weren't going to announce season two until after the final after. finale, finale, so that we sure. had we always had that sort of trepidation about the, you know, we haven't heard anything. This could be the end. This could be a one and done. They haven't said a yeah. thing to us. This could be a one and done to to make it that that have a little bit more palpable uh feel of 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 oh no this could be it aspect to it and then they show her going off to the imperials and then we can surmise ourselves that all right that's how we get the uh, clone palpatine but then they announce season two and it's like okay we they're gonna they can develop it more and get them off um off and running off the uh, platform like say mm-hmm. crosshair has no way of communicating anyone I would I would have lost again the bet I thought for sure Rex was coming back to, into play um, mm. in some fashion to help rescue him. That would have been good. Yeah. I really yeah. thought that was what was going to transpire just because we saw that bit of hey can you help Gregor and then you know he comes and helps them because of that but yeah so really surprised that uh, they kept it bad batch they didn't have him interjecting and becoming bigger part of the story really right, right. themselves. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of tie-ins for uh, Mandalorian second season. Um, yeah, sure. Just with the clone of Cell, and we might even see uh, animated Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> Infant Grogu. So I would love to see that. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's. Uh, what are you guys expecting for, for next season? Like, where do you think they're going to go? Ooh, that's such Ooh. a heavy question. I don't know. Um, I, I think that they have to find a way to resolve the crosshair issue. Either yeah. kill him off or have him really legitimately rejoin the group. Um, we we need some sort of closure there because that's such an ugly, uncomfortable, awkward tension. Um, but beyond that, I'm not sure what adventures they could be off on or how episodic it would be or how much of a through line there would be through the next few seasons. I don't know. I mean, they could time skip ahead. You they know, could. Maybe get closer to Rebels. The I removed my chip or I had my chip removed uh, a long time ago. I've been beating that around in my head a little bit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, is, is there anything yeah. to he had his chip removed before Order 66? He found out, knew about it, and want, didn't want it to be controlling him or being a thing at all. He had it removed before then and then sort of played along and otherwise wanted to see what this was all about. See, and uh, I I'm wondering got, if it's a bluff. I, I'm yeah, wondering if it's yeah. a lie. That if he he could still had his chip. If I don't want, think he got oh, rid of it. he still has it. I think when he had that bandage on his head when he got exploded, that's when his chip came out. Because when sure. he said that again this episode, he rubbed his head like in where yeah. he was burnt. Yeah. So it, it made me think a long time ago is like in terms of this show, like yeah, yeah it's like every week. Yeah, every week it's like yeah. you know for us it's like, oh, one week, but for them it might be like months. They they might have been working for Sid for a while, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when when we see him at the beginning of the first you know, two episodes or whatever, he's still repeating the mantra, good sol- soldiers yeah, follow yeah. orders. And so that implies that he still had the chip then. Mm. Well, what if he didn't? 
So what I'm what I'm hashing I don't have it fully fleshed out, but if it if it was gone before then, but he wanted to see what it was about, see what was on the other side of that, or why they were doing something like that to join up with the empire, to be a rogue agent inside of it, or to be on that side of things to see what they were going for. It's kind of where I guess I was when he said it. But now that we've seen this final episode, it seems like, no, he wants to be a part of the Empire for that power and all that sort of stuff. Well, Ron, I really we, have a problem with the good soldiers follow the orders because he was part of the Bad Batch. That, all they did was Didn't we go back, orders. like, in the first couple episodes, were we wondering, like, why Crosshair was the only one that yeah, started saying right. that? So he, if he said it by choice, that makes sense now. Because, you know, the uh, other one... And he didn't hear yeah, the, the actual thing. Yeah, nobody he heard that. He yeah, never he saw knew the, the other ones were acting on it. Yeah, uh, potentially something there. I don't know how well fleshed out I have that or. I, how, I, hmm. I think though that we have to rewatch those episodes because I believe that when he was in that good soldiers follow orders mode, he was sort of flipping back and forth. He was going back and forth, uh, and it didn't seem like a conscious thing. Like he didn't have his chip. It hmm. really did seem like he did have his chip there. Kind of like Wrecker, uh, his his eventually yeah, did right. sort of trigger right. His right, eventually did exactly. sort of control him. Yeah. to some extent so was it right. going back and forth and there's the line omega says i know what you're i, I want to go re-read uh crosshair's face i know what you're about to do and you can't help it or something like that if if he if if right. it's my theory where he already has it removed he's going to be like yeah the kid that's not gonna that's not gonna control me i'm good i've got it under control or if it's he has no idea what she's talking about i don't think there's a lot to read on his face from recollection of that scene but Anyway, it's just one of those wacky far out theories I was yeah. thinking about because he says, he, I mean, he purposefully says I had mine removed, you know, a long time ago or something. Granted, we don't know how how um, how long, well, how long this, or if yeah, it's truthful. This yeah. episode or this this series, how long did how how far removed are we from the first show of sure. Order sixty six versus these guys leaving a uh, Camino being destroyed? You know, that's right. that's a uh, some sort of timeline we just don't have a handle on. Right. Uh, I also wonder, this is some speculation that I listened to on another podcast, if Omega, as an adult, will show up in Book of Boba Fett in live action. Hmm. Right, she's as old. Well, but so if they do that, though, then that that hurts any Bad Batch series two, three, four perils. You know, if we see it her, could. It could. you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I, I'd yeah. like to see her in terms of story. So if the story's there, they do that and, you know, whatever. But but um, if if we see her, then there's there's nothing she to knows, any sort of concern. We know that she'll survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. But you had that with Obi-Wan, right? We had that with the entire yeah. prequels. There was no concern that sure. I was going to lose They're Obi-Wan. They're not going to kill a kid on Bad Batch. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> we, we all suspected that they were going to kill Ahsoka off. She was the one that was at risk. Yeah. That, that was a Clone constant. Wars. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, until Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's um, watching but, the but we, but we knew that Obi-Wan and Anakin and the droids would survive. Um, and uh, and Bail Organa and a lot of other characters. And when you rewatch it. Survive. When you rewatch, I don't remember it so much the first go around, but when I rewatched the Clone Wars, there are a number of episodes where you can see, oh, this is the one she's going to go. This is yeah, the one. Right. You know, this, out of the this, airlock this, this, yeah. yeah, this is the one where they get rid of her. You know, you see, you can see they were building some suspense because we, as all fans, were like, "Well, who is this? Well, she doesn't exist anywhere, so she must be kill." You know, and and in hindsight, yeah. it's so ridiculous to say, "Oh yeah, you're gonna kill off some some kid on a some female kid on a on a, on a kid show, or whatever." It's just like you know that makes total sense now, but back then we were like, "Yep, she's got to go. She doesn't exist. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> doesn't yeah. exist yeah. anywhere. She's expendable." Oh, this is the episode. So yeah. 
I don't think that happens and, to Omega for sure. And the only time that we had an inkling that Ahsoka was not at risk was when she shows up in Rebels. Ahsoka. That's interesting, right? So we see her yeah. there, and we don't really, we're not really concerned with her fate at that point because right. we we're, we're resigned to all right. She's a part of the galaxy somewhere, or yeah. so, she has yeah. some future. We just. I have a problem with it because if the OT is throwing down like it is and Luke needs help with his dad and Vader and she knows Vader, where the hell is she? She, she doesn't come back and help. So she's right, got to right. be somewhere. Yeah, she's got to be somewhere way out of communication of what's going on in yeah. the overall picture of things. Because if she's existing during that time, which she does because she's in the Mandalorian, which is after it all, why the hell wasn't she around to help? That's that. They got some. They got some work to do to resolve that. You know, when, when yeah. we watched uh, episode three a couple months ago, I did the thing where you could. I I kept pausing. Like I found a timeline online um, where you can intercut. You know, the final season of Clone Wars oh, okay. with yeah. episode three, and you know, now watching just episode three by itself, you're like, okay, well, they don't mention Ahsoka. They don't. But pausing, you know, at this point, and then watching the episode, you know with Ahsoka going to Mandalore and all that stuff and just keep flipping back. It, it cuts so well in there where you're not thinking that anymore. Like, okay, well, that's why she wasn't there. She was doing these missions. You know, she was busy sure. in her own right. Which I, I think that was amazing that they did that. Like, Yeah, I'll have to watch it again. Because in the OT... Retcon, but it's good. You know? Yeah, well, they have they have all the resources to retcon the help. Yeah. But in the OT, it, she's so tied to Vader. And Vader is so hated in the galaxy. And so it, 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 that's what it's always been described to us. Now, maybe not. Maybe that's not true because she knows who Vader is and was. And if if now, granted, Luke spins up and becomes a thing very, very quickly. So maybe she doesn't get to know about Luke, but, but she would know about Obi-Wan. I don't know. There's just a lot that needs reconciled there for me as an OTG is the if, if she's going to be around after all this, where the heck was she that she couldn't she didn't come to help at all during the original trilogy? Because she knows Vader. She knows, uh, you know, she's intimate, uh, intimately knows, uh, not intimately, that's definitely not the right word, but, you know, she was very close to Vader. She was Vader's Padawan. So if he's in, in the mix, causing. Who, who knows? Well, yeah, just the movie series might explain a little bit, you know. That's yeah. why I love Star Wars. So, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for yeah, it. Being Star Wars to for me, too. Yeah. yeah. We, might we are nearly at the. We are nearly at the. We might get no better than I'm just thinking a little bit in Kenobi right. might expand a little bit more on the Ahsoka yeah. thing. They might interject that. Because I mean, you're assuming thing. everybody thinks Kenobi's dead, so except Vader knows that he's not. Well, yeah. so but then to twofold because didn't we? Because Vader exists. Wouldn't yeah. he be chasing Ahsoka if he knew she was around? If he's trying to gab, uh, uh, take out the last of the remaining Jedi. So I think they answered that. She, like, she oh, wasn't right? a Jedi thinks, by that point. Well, yeah, she wasn't he knows, a Jedi by that point. And uh, there's also the world by, between worlds aspect where um, yes. that needs right. to be fleshed out a lot more because she yeah. got trapped in that. And where did she go from there? Well, she, she gets out by the end of season four of Rebels. Right. But how? I, you know, that's, that, that needs was, to be, that's, that's the events of the end of season four. That was already yeah. explained. In oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I stopped watching at some point or I have to oh, rewatch gosh. that because yeah, it yeah. definitely needs, yeah. Like the movie it's, and it's 500 it's times. It's hard she, it's, she's, she's pulled out of that void, uh, by Ezra. Okay. But I, yeah. Yeah. So it makes it seem like she's gone for a couple of years, but really for her, it was like maybe a day. Moments. You know, yeah, yeah. Moments yeah, of yeah. time. Yeah, it was a bit convenient. But then there's also the end of Clone Wars or whatever, where Vader sees, and, and mm, I guess yeah. Vader thinks she's gone completely, right? 
yeah, yeah. Because he, walks, he in, walks in the snow and all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that, right, right. That, that was that's a jump ahead of sorts or whatever, but there's something where he sees, finds her hilts or something to think that she's maybe doesn't exist. And, yeah. And I think that no matter, you know, how evil Vader has become, he's not interested in taking her out. Um, I think we're going to find he, out that he's like looking for Obi-Wan more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's mayor. less of a threat at that point because maybe he thinks that she's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, where's Bad Batch going season two or season four or seasons forward or whatever? And and don't we have more or we can have more towards the what happens, the clones versus stormtroopers, right? We, we could have some sort of yeah uh, and fight between them or civil war of sorts because there's got to be a lot of clones still out there. Although Steven read that's. A synopsis or whatever that was the you know eliminated most of things so that that's that's something that could be can't wait for season two to see what they want to tell us yeah what yeah. what more is there because they kind of did wrap it up in season one with her going to the empire do we really need to see her creating things or working towards cloning stuff or but then that's that gets back to the whole if that's what you want why destroy this beautiful facility or you know working facility why why obviously they need well why the empire is busy making a lot of statements a lot it's the same way where they treated they destroyed uh, all the facilities on geonosis and all of the geonosians were wiped out and that was described yeah. in in rebels as well um, true they don't they, want they're 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 wiping witnesses. everything out they yeah well, also right. they're, they're the Kaminoans were they were plotting to leave you know they're they're yeah, getting out of there they were so you know, the right. Empire can't have that. So they're like, okay, well, we'll just. And I guess that thing. was a cloning facility geared towards spinning up armies and multiples and multiples. Mm-hmm. You don't want any, you don't want that yeah. falling into it. But you could have controlled it. I, that's the part of it. You could have sat there and, and, and controlled it and, and, and used it as a whatever, whatever, but it's just easier to destroy it and then no, you don't have to protect it. It doesn't fall into the wrong hands or, you know, some other well, hands could create an army against you. I mean, I think it was kind of like hard to go back gone, there. So that's why. It was kind of hard to go back there since it wasn't even on the map anymore. <laughs> <In episode Yeah. two. laughs> Did they put it back in the um, in the archives, I wonder? You know, they couldn't find the planet in the first place. Well, somebody removed it. So, yeah, sure, why don't, they, son, why don't they go back to this uh, center of gravity's pool? And how and can somebody – somebody removed it. So, yeah, sure, they put it back because it was supposed to And now it's not there again. They destroyed everything, so now they can just remove but the it. Planet, it the planet's still yeah. there, though, right? They didn't destroy the yeah. planet. Right. But, I mean, it's just like them deleting everything about the Jedi. By the time you get to New Hope, no one even remembers them anymore. So right, you know, right. no one's going to remember clone troopers by the time you know, they know what the Clone Wars were, but they don't. There's no way to do that again. Right. Yeah, yeah. To get that many to get that to amass that much resource. Uh, there's no cloning. And plus, they're they're focusing on the Death Star and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. Uh, do we need to wrap this up soon? We are. Yeah. We are over time, and we. Um, yeah, and we've uh, saved us something for next time. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, so we're we not going to have any bad batch to talk about next next time anyway. Yeah. Right. We uh, could talk certainly more about High Republic stuff. Yes, I don't think there's going to be anything. Well, not going to be any other new material on screen anyway. Um, between. Yeah. Actually, hang on a minute. Wasn't right, there supposed to be uh, that Mandalorian behind-the-scenes thing this month? And the Visions, right? Isn't that the Yes, uh, Yes, that's right. So August 25th is the uh, the making of the final episode of Mandalorian Season 2, and I think September 22nd is Visions. Yeah. Oh, right. so, yeah, that's okay. That's why I'm... So we'll have that, yeah. 
But we we have uh, Into the Dark and Rising Storm to catch yeah, up. We have on some catching if we up. So choose. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, Did we lose God. Ryan? By the way, I haven't heard him in a long no, time. No, he kept cutting in and out. I think he was having issues. Oh yeah, I don't know. I kept saying that he was coming and then he was leaving. Okay. Are you there? Are you Can okay? You <laughs> Where is Ryan? Where is Gary? <laughs> Where is Gary? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary Guy. Oh, speak. I think my speaker. Oh. Uh, oh, it's gone, it's gone from bad stopped. to worse. This one's got a bad communicator. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's knocking so on his helmet. It's, it's, that, in, it's that invasion. <laughs> he's knocking yeah. on his helmet like that trooper on the. TK41. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have to you copy? <laughs> What's Where's that guy say? Hold on. I think we got a bad. Is that what he says? I think we yeah. got a bad communicator. Good, bad because, transmitter. Bad yeah. transmitter, yeah. This is just weird. You really, you can't have that guy come up here. You got to go down <laughs> to good. him. You, you took nothing with you. Just take well, the helmet off, man. You're not gonna, you can't fix it on <laughs> his own. Just take the helmet off. Again, it's story in fantasy. Yeah. And if he and can't hear you, well, obviously he could hear you, but it was cutting in and out because he's tapping on his thing. And where like, did they know. where yeah. did they put the bodies? They were in the car. <laughs> they were in the Falcon the whole time. They're in the Falcon. Ho- There's four bodies in the. Falcon I was hoping in Force Awakens you would have Ray like stepping on top of them when she's down there fixing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just well, my my <laughs> suspicion is that they found the bot. The Imperials found the four bodies on the Falcon, and that's what alerted them to look for the. For Han and Luke and Chewie and everybody in the station, so they probably retrieved those bodies before Han and Luke and everybody took off. Well, but yeah, but they so, they never show that. Which so I you think walk up there, you walk up there, and and what do you see? You're like, what the heck happened here? These yeah. two Imperial guys are knocked two. out. These guys are naked. No, I guess they <laughs> yeah, have their under, right. they have their undergarment stuff on. But just yeah, right. The guy that walks into that scenario and just like, what the heck happened? Here? What weird <laughs> thing happened here? Because they think the ship was empty. They didn't think anybody was on right. it. So they're trying to and figure were... out what did you guys do in here? What kind yeah. of weird? and why is there a closet full of capes? <laughs> right there would be two two dead or uh unconscious officers and two um they weren't star armorless guns, right so they, the right. sounds we hear is is fire blaster fire for the, for the for the um the imperials uh, with the scanning things or whatever so oh, those guys how however, have, uh, no but, but wait a minute wait a minute the, the 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 lasers that we hear are the imperial officer lasers so oh. the stormtroopers could have been firing back at Han and Chewie, but Chewie could have taken the two guys out. Just knocked them out. All right, so the Imperials are firing lasers at That's Han, right. and Chewie comes out from around right. the corner and knocks them out. So nobody's not, necessarily right. dead. That's and right. the stormtroopers. What you're saying is we have to rewatch it again. <laughs> a new hope. Oh, no. it, <laughs> that it, it, it is fun. not the sound of Han Solo's laser gun. It's the sound of the Imperial laser. But who shot first? yeah okay all righty all right so rewatch a new hope is it is a homework assignment it is i'll take it (laughs) best assignment ever yeah right we have we have reached the end and we will uh, um let me see um time is uh, the the fifth of uh, september uh next month Finally, there's no great American um, celebration going on. <laughs> there is, there is. That's <laughs> there the is. Oh, for goodness sake! So I think I think we need to aim on the following weekend. Yeah, What's on the fifth of September? Yeah, What's the sixth of September is Labor Day. 
So the yeah. whole it's the holiday weekend. Oh, we rarely yeah. celebrate our, uh, you know, no, our, our freedom. You know, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Time. I'll be available. I'm not going anywhere. I, I, actually I have, I have there. friends coming in from out of town that weekend. Well, have them join. They can talk stuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it make for a challenging Senate, though, that Sunday. So, yeah, we might push to the 12th, Stephen. 12th, Sorry. the 12th. We'll go, we're aiming for the 12th, then. And all honestly, and we're joking about it, but that gives us some some distance between it too. Because if we do it, oh the, yeah, of course, yeah, we're that, that's beach, just yeah. three it's weeks. Time, it? a whole, not that yeah. there's much to consume because we said there's not much coming out. But yeah, let's go to the twelve. So it gives that us some time gives, to do some reading. So it gives me a chance to find yeah. some Clarence. We can catch up to Ryan, so he's not a, uh, you know, so far ahead of us. So far ahead, right, right. I'll be able to finish uh, Rising Storm by then for sure. Oh, I don't, I don't well, know. Senators, as always, this has just been a wonderful, wonderful time to uh to, It's been to fun. That, yep, thank you, everybody. It. Everyone, that was always good stuff. Sorry yeah. we lost Ryan. Yeah. Well, we've, we've not well in, in 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 terms of uh, hearing him, but he's still there. Yeah. I hope he's, he survives. Yeah, he, he, he didn't die. No yeah. one's ever he really gone. He <laughs> <laughs> he's still here in spirit, at least. Okay, thanks very much, everybody. We shall see you uh, next month. So, cheers. Uh, awesome. May Take the force be with you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Go switch off.